Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This edition of Do As I Say, Not As I Do comes to us from the Big Apple, where a high-level official in the NYPD faced 30 days suspension without pay after a disciplinary hearing. But as it turns out, Inspector James Coble filed paperwork to retire on the first day of the investigation that would have determined whether he did what he did and what his punishment would be for what that was. Internal affairs investigators say the 29-year veteran Colbell wrote on social media under the pseudonym Clouseau lengthy and hateful messages against blacks and Jews, members of the LGBTQ community, and others for over a year. Phrases used as part of the posts include a gap-toothed wildebeest, brillo head, and Muslim savage, phrases that he had particular knowledge of considering his post at running the New York Police Department's office supposed to stop discrimination. (laughs) Yeah. That is do as I say, Cliff. (laughs) 100%. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really impressed this morning when I came into the Country 98.1. What'd you find? The cleaning crew, and yes, we have one, they got rid of all the stains I left in here yesterday, Cliff, and I'm kind of (laughs) impressed by that. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even want to know what it was. No, you don't. No, you don't. Well, the new study's out, and it says there's no such thing as too much exercise. (laughs) As opposed, Cliff, to my body's long-held belief yeah. There's no such thing as too little exercise. <laughs> That's kind of my sweet zone. I don't know if you know by any chance, Cliff. I'm just going to throw that out there. What's that? Do you know which one of the vaccines you get here in Gibson County? Uh, I think I read that, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Oh, okay. All right. Well, back to the too much exercise part. <laughs> there is a point when you can get too much exercise. Yeah. You know when you were running as a kid... Usually yeah. because you were forced to by the mean P.E. teacher and you got yeah. that pain in your side that wouldn't go away <laughs> that felt extremely yeah. like appendicitis must feel uh-huh. like. That's too much exercise right there. I don't know what that feeling is and why you get it. Do you have any idea why you get that? No, I don't. <clears throat> I always assumed it was because I was horribly out of shape. That was like a... <laughs> well, that might very well be it, I, you know. <laughs> that was like the reminder from... It's like my check engine light whenever that thing this hit me. Like, there it is. By the way, it's the Moderna vaccine. Moderna. That's the answer. All right. There Thanks, you Cliff. You bet. We as federal law enforcement goes about the sleuthing task of finding the, identi- the identities of those who broke windows and entered the U.S. Capitol building last week. We are finding out more about the techniques involved. Some a bit more complicated than others, and then there are those that are much easier because that the people involved are basically dumb criminals. Let's start with 40-year-old Kevin James Lyons, a Chicago man who saw FBI agents when he opened the door this week at home. They were waiting to take him into custody on charges of knowingly entering or remaining in a restricted building without authority and violent entry and disorderly conduct on U.S. Capitol grounds. During questioning, he was at first evasive, but admitted to, well, and said he was nowhere near the place. And then they showed him two photos he had posted on social media from an area outside the office of the Speaker of the U.S. House. Photos he left up for only an hour before deleting them. But somehow the feds still seem to have found. Given the information that they used to track him down, the man then to his home, he reportedly said as he was being put into handcuffs, you guys are pretty good. (laughs) And then there's a Delaware man named Kevin Seafried. 
who appeared unidentified in a picture widely posted on professional media after the Capitol invasion. He was the guy carrying a large Confederate flag through the hallway of the Capitol building. Authorities couldn't put a name to that face because he really didn't post anything on social media. But he did tell his son afterwards, and his son then bragged to a co-worker, Hey, did you see that picture of a guy with a Confederate flag? That's my dad. <laughs> and the rest, as they say, is history. I wish someone would ever say that about us, Cliff. What's that? Hey, you guys are pretty good. That would, no. just, that would be really nice. And I... Uh, Saw a story, Cliff, that the rumors yeah. were going around that uh, Chuck Norris was there at the Capitol. I think, and he denies all of that. No, it was it was some guy who looks exactly like Chuck Norris. Yes, because the only reason <laughs> Chuck Norris yeah. would ever go to Washington D.C. Yeah. would be to rip the Washington Monument up and use it as a toothpick. We all know that, Cliff. <laughs> no, you're absolutely the right. Only yeah. reason he'd be there. Yeah. Well, that was very nice, Cliff. Very nice, Daniel. What was that? Daniel from Evansville. Text in to the anytime line and said, Oh, hey, you guys are pretty good. So, well, that's what you asked for. That's what I asked for. And It'd I be think, nice if yes, someone did. Yes, thank you, Daniel, for doing that. <laughs> well, Cliff, nobody ever talks yeah. about this as an adult, and there's a lot of reasons why. But, um, what's that? I'm going through it right now, yes, and uh, I'm going to throw it out there. Judge me what are you if talking you will. About? Well, I'm debating right now, Cliff. Yeah. Whether to keep the cardboard box that came from Amazon yesterday to my house. <laughs> you know, as a kid, yeah, nobody thinks anything of it if you have, a, you know, cardboard boxes around the house to play with. Yeah. I got this box yesterday, Cliff, and this yeah. sucker is a beauty. It's one of the best-looking cardboard <laughs> boxes I've ever gotten really? my hands on. Yes, it's the right size. Yeah. It's sturdy. It's got just a little bit of give with it. Yeah. I'm thinking of all the stuff I could put inside this thing. <laughs> it's got a wide opening. I yeah. feel guilty if I keep it because I'm afraid it'll become a fire hazard if I put it up in my attic. Would it be a fire hazard, Cliff, if I threw my cardboard well, box is, up there? Is it flammable? Well, yeah, it's, it's flammable. It's cardboard. Yes. Then the possibility exists that it could become a fire hazard. I I hate not to use the thing. It's such a good-looking <laughs> cardboard box. It's, it's just a cardboard box. I know, but sometimes you see a box and it just <laughs> strikes your fancy, Cliff. And this one has struck my fancy for some reason. Have you it ever? Doesn't really take all that much to entertain you now, does you've it? You've never had a cardboard <laughs> box delivered and thought, you know, I could use that for something. Well, I mean, yeah, I've I've thought of that. Yeah, there. But I usually have a specific thing in mind. Like I'm at some point, blah blah blah. I'm going to use that for this, and so I set it aside. But I've never just like kept it in hopes someday. Finding a use for a cardboard box. So you're saying pitch it. Throw it away. <sighs> or better yet, take it to recycling. I'll regret it when I do it, but I guess I will, Cliff. <laughs> it's been a while. The uh, mm -hmm. any timeline. What's that number again? <laughs> the any timeline? <laughs> yes. 812-682-0520. Uh, Why can't I remember that? I, I have no idea. Perhaps you should put some effort into that. I got the 812 down. Yeah, well, I mean, that makes sense, yeah. You know, <laughs> you, know you can call that number, too. Yeah. You can text that number, and you yes. can send pictures through that service, too. Yes, that's all true. And that's where the debate between Tom and myself is happening this morning. Oh, it started okay. about, oh, what quarter till seven. Yeah. You haven't seen it. I know, Cliff, you've been uh, busy doing the news. This is true. But Tom chimed yeah. in bright and early Asking if he could have one of our Weed and Cliff Morning Road Show hot pink 
wristbands. Remember those? Oh yeah, what happened to those? Oh, we've we got still a, have those. We got a slew of those. We got so many of them. <laughs> why I think are we giving them away? I, well, I think they're growing in the back room. Oh, they're they're multiplying. I think they are. I think there's yeah. some stuff going on there. Uh, anyway, Cliff, he wanted one yeah. of these, and I thought, you know yeah. what? It's kind of difficult, to, you know, for interchanging in person, you know, with all of the COVID stuff. Yeah. So I suggested to Tom uh-huh. that I would mail him one. Okay. If he would send me something <laughs> through the anytime line, oh, a little okay. tit for tat here, Cliff. Well, that's, easy. that's easy to do. Yes. It won't cost a penny for him. Yeah. I asked him if he would take a picture uh-huh. of himself, a little uh-huh. selfie, along with a radio set to 98.1. Okay. <laughs> and... Um, if he could do it in his car, that would be excellent. Not going down the road, Tom. <laughs> yeah, don't don't be rolling while that. Don't doing be that. rolling while you're doing yeah. that, or at your house if you have a radio yeah. that's got a digital setting on there. What do you think, Cliff? If Tom sends us fun. one of the one of those pictures with him yeah. and ninety eight one in the background, preferably we'd you know if it had <laughs> morning in there, it would be all right too. But at any time yeah. of the day, it would be fine. Yeah. You think we can do that, Cliff? And then slide him a. Um, Weed and Cliff uh, wristband? Sure, I think that'd be fun. You know, they're almost collector's editions because so few people want them. Well, that's be- <laughs> Well, I was going to say, it's either that or it's basically we've just put them in a Walmart bag and put them on the shelf back there and never done anything with them. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Uh, you would be surprised, Cliff, at the number of uh, wristbands we've given away that have sat here in envelopes and nobody's ever picked oh, them no, up. So, the- yes. oh, yeah. so I thought maybe we could mail them and basically uh-huh. force you to take one of our wristbands. How's that? Yeah. Well, that's a bit hurtful, I'll have to say. What's that? Tom said he's out. He's, he's not, out. He's not sending a picture of himself at 98.1 in the background for one of our morning road yeah. show Weed and Cliff wristbands. I'm yeah. a little bit stunned by that, Cliff. I, I'm kind of surprised. I mean, it's not really that big a deal. Take a picture of yourself with a radio in the background saying Country 98.1. Come on, Tom. I hate like to beg, though. It sounds bad, doesn't it, Cliff? <laughs> well... Coming from you, especially. Yes. Uh, I'd kind of like to get away from this whole thing with Tom right now, Cliff. Because <laughs> he just sent another text message in. It says, yeah. just forget it. So, <laughs> so. Pretend I never asked. Yes. Well, Cliff, I promised yesterday I wasn't going to say yeah. anything about birthdays because we did that two days in a row. Yeah. Remember? Two different folks wanted uh, happy birthday greetings. Yes. But um, yep. I've got to say this one here. Okay, what is it? Sunday. Yeah. Betty White's having a birthday. Oh, is she like 99, right? Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, have you at least guess how old she is? You already knew. She's 99. I looked this up. Yeah. She starred in a TV show about being old. Yeah. Betty White is so old now. That program went off the air 25 years ago. (laughs) We Letitia Romaro was once a rising star on the political scene in New York City. After working in the administration of both mayors Rudy Giuliani and George Pataki, she was named in 2018 as one of the most influential people on Staten Island and indeed was set to run for president of that borough 
Then the pandemic hit, and wearing a mask and taking other precautions became a political rather than a health issue. Reports say Romaro became swept up in a protest over restrictions at a bar on Staten Island called Max Public House and said something that simply could not be unsaid no matter how hard she tried. It turns out the bar's owners defied state safety regulations and declared themselves an autonomous zone meaning they felt like they were exempt from all the social distancing and enlisted the aid of their customers to voice an opinion. And boy, did Romaro ever do that. As in a video, she posted on her own Facebook page later during the protest, she can be heard yelling, Heil Hitler! And when she felt the fallout, issued an apology, saying she actually meant to say, Mind your Which is technically a distinction without a difference. <laughs> you would think by this time, Cliff, all these decades later. <laughs> yeah. We would leave our hands away from that, you know? <laughs> Don't go anywhere near any reference to Hitler. <laughs> no, 1930s Germany you want to stay away from in the 40s, too. Totally. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Just after the uh, calls came in, Cliff, for the only yeah. you can make it stop, Yeah. I got a phone call here at Country 98.1 on a voice okay. message that was uh, suggesting a tune for next week, possibly, for that <laughs> segment. Well, it's good to have listener participation, I must say. I love that. I'm not so sure about the song, but although okay. I'm on the fence, I kind of think this one will make it, Cliff. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a little taste of what was suggested, okay? Okay. Hey, Margarita! Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, it's good to have listener participation, except when it results in that. <laughs> I think it'll make it, though, Cliff. I think if we pick that really? one, it'll make it next really? Friday. I think that one's going to die an ugly death right off the bat. You think so? Yes. Los Del Rio Macarena. Boy, yeah, that was popular anyone... at one time, Cliff. Oh, oh, it was huge. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that was then. That was, you know, back when we all had bell bottoms and stuff. You think we should go with that one or not? Oh, Cliff we should definitely Pixar? do that, yeah. You want that one? Yeah, I, I, it's it's about time somebody lost their life on this portion of the program. Lost and... their life? Wow, <laughs> let's not go it's there. In a, in a song. Uh, okay, all right. But, you know. <laughs> I think it'll make it, Cliff. No, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go. You know how good I am at this game. I think it'll make you it. Su- you suck at this game. Yes, I do. I've <laughs> <laughs> been getting a text message from one of our wonderful listeners. Yes. And they don't believe me. They think I'm lying to them. And so if you say it, they're going to yes. believe it. So okay. let's just suppose, Cliff, that someone walked through the door at Country 98.1 and they said, I'll give you a million dollars if you play this record on your record player that you have here in the studio. Would, oh. would we collect the million dollars or not? No, we would. You mean like a turntable? Like a turntable. That plays vinyl. Yes, in the control room of Country 98.1. I think in the entire building of Country 98.1. Well, let me just go on to say, yes, that um, we have no such device on hand at any time now. Yes. And haven't for probably 10 years. Yes, and I bet we haven't played a record in 30. You're probably right. Now, one of the uh, studios there where we record commercials and whatnot had one that didn't work, and we finally just took it out like 10 years ago. That's right. Didn't have so, a um, needle in it for about 20 years, <laughs> but it would spin. So that was the excitement there. Yeah, I mean, you could watch it go around. Yeah, kind of like my laundry. I kind of watch it spin around. And no, this, you, you are entirely correct. There is no way to play a vinyl on radio station equipment. Thank you, Cliff. My pleasure. And this listener said, that's the end of times when a radio station doesn't have a turntable. <laughs> and I invited him 
up until the yeah. 21st century. Come on up yes. with the rest of us. <laughs> Take yeah. off your uh-huh. pioneer clothing. <laughs> and then the question was asked, how about yeah. an 8-track player or a cassette player? Uh, well, first off, 8-track is an uh, amateur form of uh, audio playback and was never used in radio stations ever. Boom. Because the tape stretches over time. <laughs> And uh, we have, if, if you bring a cassette player in, we might be able to plug it into a thing and play it, but we don't have one. <laughs> it's a portable tape player, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you'd have to bring a portable cassette player in uh, and plug it into a thing. And I'll tell you what, you know, um, one of the last holdouts to use cassette tapes was when we do the sports broadcast and we interview the, uh, you know, the coaches before the game, record that and play it back. Uh-huh. Uh, we haven't done, we haven't used a cassette for that for like ten years. It's all digital. So, well, thank you, Cliff. Maybe uh, yeah. this listener will finally believe you. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm trustworthy. So. Well, that's that's what I hear. Yes. <laughs> it's time now for take it to the bank. Okay. Human hands evo- yep. evolved the way they did. Yes. Not so we could hold tools. You see, Cliff, we could have ended up with any different kinds of shapes if it was just about holding on to tools but there's only one variation that would allow us to make a fist and beat the snot out of each other (laughs) and that's the one we got that's right so it's not really the opposable thumbs in the traditional sense or the common what's common knowledge anyway is that because we have those opposable thumbs we can hold tools it's because so that we have uh, make a fist and beat the crap out of people. Well, I'm glad you <laughs> brought up the thumb part, Cliff. Yeah. You see, our fingers yeah. are short enough to curl into our palms, yes. unlike other primates whose fingers are too long to do that. Okay. And our glorious opposable thumb can then reach across the fingers <laughs> to buttress the fist for maximum punching power Ooh. when we're slugging something. <laughs> and all of that, Cliff... Okay. You can take straight to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? Raises of the day start with number three. A distinction without a difference. Number two. It's good to have listener participation. Except when it results in that. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll hear what that is in the coming week. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. We practically had to beg to get one, someone to say it. But finally, someone said... Hey, you guys are pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> we had to beg. And we had to beg. And I liked yeah. your first one there, though, Cliff. Which one? Oh, the distinction without a difference? Yes. That, <laughs> it's like a philosophical part of the program. It, 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 we did get a oddly philosophical. 